On the cover, we see our heroes in a tall room with high windows. In the background, Siren, Surveyor, and Cheats are messing with a zombie Ronald Reagan. Front and center, we see that Copycat is standing over a lifeless smiles per hour. He is strapped to a gurney with a countdown clock reading zero. The title reads, in big font that looks like corn, Cornfield Cryptids, issue number seven, Time's Up. This issue starring Siren, the next generation. Cheats, he always gets ahead. Surveyor, he'll save you whether it matters or not. And Copycat, taking the power of friendship literally. And we turn the page onto a new story. Alice, can I see your phone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Puts cheats down after kicking open some doors. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I don't know if you can actually see the screen. It's popping up in my eyes now. Or do you want to come? Thomas, can he see? Can he see? (laughs) It's only for Alice. Damn it. Who do you want to call? I I don't want to. I need... Uh, Kill, let me see your phone. Uh, <laughs> Siren, let me see your phone. See? Now you're doing it's a familial thing! Damn it, I'm not... Alright, come on. Siren just hands the phone over, swipes to unlock, and it's the conversation with Fergus. So he gets a glimpse of that before doing whatever he does. Oh, congrats. Hits home. Does whatever. And he's like, follow me. And he leads you guys down a hall. And eventually, um, it's still a little mazy. You know, there's some twists. There's some turns. You gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. do the thing. But um, he seems to know where he's going. Whatever he did on Kale's phone is getting you to supposedly wherever Smiles Per Hour is. Eventually you get to a part of the hall that has a big viewing window and you can see into one of the labs. Um, Front and center, you see a zombie Ronald Reagan. What the fuck? Popped up like a mannequin. Uh, and this isn't, this isn't, this isn't a thing for Thomas to describe. Thomas has nothing to do with this, but Matt, could you please describe the makeup on Ronald Reagan's face? Yeah. So it's, um, zombies I imagine are not like you would expect an actual decaying body in real life. They're like that comic book green zombie color. But uh, 
so they've decided to paint zombie Ronald Reagan's face in just like almost something that's like too much. Like if you go to Macy's and they're like, oh, let's try this color on you. And it's not the right color at all. And it's just that, but all over his face. And it looks like a hideous facsimile of what a human face is supposed to, because it's all loose and weird. And his eyebrows are painted on way too strong, and they did not fade them correctly. So no foundation or contouring? Uh, no blending at all? They're supposed to use those little sponges! Someone here didn't get the memo that you're supposed to use foundation. So some of it's kind of flaking off as well. <laughs> okay, but what does he look like as a zombie? a conservative's wet dream uh so as you're looking at this horrifying sight um and also a zombie uh uh radford dadford uncle rad this adult person who is with you he says perspectives yeah yes he says I think he's in there. With that weird old corpse? Here, you mean to tell me that Smalls Per Hour is a zombie? Ronald Reagan? Who's Ronald Reagan? Oh, sweetie. Uh, do we know uh, Cheetah's dad's name? I, I, I don't see why not. I mean, I feel like Cheetah probably calls his dad Reagan. So there's going to be a Split second of, wait, related? No. Yeah, no. Oh, like, little no. back and forth. Oh, I should have said it looks exactly like Cheats' dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a compliment to Cheats' dad. Yeah. Uh, well, one way uh, through. Wait. Hang on. Do you wait? She was grabbing the sword off her back as he said, wait. So she's just still in that pose, like, where she's unslinging and just holding on. Like, she looks at a mask still on. Okay, so, um, like I said, there's a window into this room. Like, it's not a window into where, like, it's a full-ass room. Like, it's a full-ass room where stuff is being done. Um, and you can see it into it. And... Radford is like, how about we take a look at things first? So through the window, you see, you know, the main thing you see, like front and center is creepy mannequin, except for not a mannequin and definitely a zombie Ronald Reagan, full of makeup. You see like different tables. There's sciencey stuff on one. There's makeup-y stuff on another. Um... But you also see that there is ice on the floor. And you see that there's kind of like sparks shooting off from the walls. Marlene has opinions about it. Apparently. Uh, so there's ice on the floor, sparks shooting off the walls, and creepy Ronald Reagan zombie. Yeah. Is the Ronald Reagan zombie frozen to the floor? Uh, it's like, kind of... like feet in the ice or like stuck up to a thing as a mannequin. Yeah, he's like on a pedestal. 
This seems like it's a trap for smiles. Like slippery yeah. and electrocution. Yeah. How would electrocution get him? Tasers. How would electrocution how would electrocution get you? That's I guess I thought they might be targeting his powers, but I guess that's fair though. Well the ice is targeting his speed. Right. That's the ice. Can smile I think it not... was the sparks that was throwing the thought process off. Can smiles Maybe. not walk on ice? Uh, I think I have a way that we can. You might need to deal with the um sparks, but at least we won't slip. Can I do psychic ice blades? <laughs> sure, yeah. Psychic ice skates. Yeah. <laughs> Knife shoes. Knife shoes. It's really all they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I do that. I, I take the bungee cord and just sort of into ice blades. A hundred percent. You have ice skates. Yeah. You have ice skates. Uh, Radford looks at Alice and he says, it's so he can't face through the walls. Face through walls? Kind of. Mostly. You, I mean, he can. It... I mean, yeah, there's not. Well, I can, f- I can fly, so I can go in there. So. But we need to cut off the electricity first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there, are there panels around here or? Um, yeah, there, there's something that can be done. Is there probably. an obvious panel in the room that we can see through the window? Uh, no. So the control for the electricity is not in the room. Okay. Is it... It's not in the room that they specifically trapped so that smiles per hour could not get out of. All right, but the control for the electricity would be in this room? There's a control. Like, there's a biometric scanner to get into the door. Like, a hand scanner. Uh, So, like, we've already established Thomas can make closed (laughs) systems turn into open systems and do whatever the fuck he wants. Also, once I get him, I can just teleport back here. Like, we don't need the... Unless he's trapped inside the walls already or something. And you said it's, it was a window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a window. Cheats, do you have anything heavy enough to throw through that? I know you're good at that. What? You're good at throwing things through windows. I saw you do that at the Booger King. No, I don't have any rocks just on my person. <laughs> are, are you trying to provoke me it was just a legitimate thing like oh that hey, was just you, you asking yeah you're gonna you gonna throw something through the window not, not trying to provoke me yeah uh, not I, trying like, to provoke what would i throw oh I the a psychic weapon that's a great not. idea i guess i'm, I'm like part way th- i think i'm like part way through I've, I've like put one of the ice skates on and i have the other ice skate and i just look up at thomas when he says that and i'm like this yeah, we'll probably get through, right? I throw it. I'm unleashing my powers to break the window! Freak. So it's just an 11. But not that that matters. No, that's good. You do it. You are able to reshape your environment. Um, so you use your... Your... your lavender? Psychic, Psychic? Like shining lavender. 
yeah. effervescent. And it smashes the window, and in in true comics fashion, like uh, you know, there's like waves of electricity that like. Woo, that's as much description as you guys are getting. I love I love when it. Yeah. Mm. Can't get enough of that. That's, that's my favorite yep. game. I haven't played it in I, years. I though. wait for electricity to be. <laughs> yep. Uh, across the 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 surface. Because it's still electrified. Well, Got damn, there. it's electrified. All right. But is there yeah. a hole? The window, but like you're gonna get shocked. There's lightning. Okay. See, little, this is where comic lightning pieces. This is where Kale is stepping in. I am going to make a basically a funnel wraparound wall thing. It's gonna you know start as a funnel, puncture through the barrier, then aim to wrap around the opening in the window to give us a safe passage in. Thomas, did you have more to your plan? Or it was just, we're going through the window? So it's it's still electrified on the inside, right? Yeah. Well, and Kale has the... the, the... Actually, I'm going to have you unleash your powers, too, for that. Get it! For your... Freak! For, for your, team, your team tube. My team tube. That is a nine plus freak of... Two. All that right. is also an 11 to unleash my powers. You successfully make a team tube where the team can get past. Right, well, I think tube happens and Thomas was like getting the taser out over by like the the bio handprint door. Sees the tube and is like, Thomas just puts the taser away. Like, all right, well, save that for later, I guess. It, it, speaking of tasers and tubes, uh, is there any way you can ground fault the lightning wall with Reagan? Uh, on that question, Thomas is like, yeah, I think that's possible. Uh, Cheats, could you just push him into the wall? While this is happening, Alice, you make it through the tube, presumably mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dadford's right behind you. You see a very similar scene set up uh or not a similar scene a similar machine like it's not exactly the same but it's a very similar setup where it has like the two pods so to speak mm -hmm. uh with where like people could be strapped in one of them's empty one of them has smiles per hour uh she is going to rush over to it mm-hmm okay Dadford's right behind you. She's going to start messing with the machine, see if there's like an emergency lift. Does she still feel him? Yes. All right. She's going to start like thinking if there's an emergency hatch because she doesn't know if she can get through access codes in time. She's like, Dadford, can you see if you can hack into that? He's, he's already he's already on it. He's like, right. do like as soon as you said Dadford, he like was reaching for the thing and he's like, boop, boop, beep, beep. Yeah, she, if she can't find like a red handle or anything to lift up around the pod, she's just going to like just press her hands against it and like will herself, but that's not working. Yeah. So you're uh so you have Dadford at the 
keypad doing the beeps and the boops and you're yeah. just standing there like with your hand on the thing with mm -hmm. your dad inside it pops open you see how the straps are they're strapped so he's strapped down um like his legs are strapped in normal but then when you get to the part like with his torso and his arms one arm is strapped down but one arm's not dad what's happening dad he's unconscious um you like start to jostle you do notice his lips are kind of bloom fuck fuck because it's really fucking cold in this room like below freezing because there's ice on the floor unstrap okay she's gonna start cutting the straps you're cutting the straps you're jostling him you're trying to wake him up dadford's also trying to wake him up and i think he kind of slowly starts to blink his eyes which you can't see because he's got a fucking mask on. <laughs> but it's still, you know, it's like it's like the Spider-Man eyes. So they're blinking. Everyone, everyone. Daisy uh, chain. Daisy chain. Alice. Yep. Red. You're hey. safe. And hey, he Miles. Hey. Goes to hug you both. She she hugs them back. God, I'm really your daughter, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. You figured it out. Yeah, uh, Daisy, everyone, is everyone? Wait, Rad, your phone. Any points to the table by Ronald Reagan? All right, is everyone touching? Wait, Alice, are we? T are we... <laughs> We're not taking Ronald Reagan. Is Ronald We're not Reagan taking important? former President Ronald Reagan. I don't All even right. know who that is. Okay. No, he's well, pretty important. Yeah, I don't care. Um, once everyone's, we should, we we should probably we should probably leave him here. Yeah. Once everyone's touching, she presses the teleportal again to turn the new into White Rabbit's base because hopefully there will be emergency medical facility, yeah. like facilities in case White Rabbit or Alice got fucked up. Get him to the medical bay. I'm going to send an emergency alarm to White Rabbit. Uh, Dusty's like holding on to you still and like not wanting to let you go. It's going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Uh. It Stars don't go out like this. <laughs> well, actually, never mind. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, the moment you say I'm going to send an emergency signal to White Rabbit, Kale just starts dialing home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and walks away from Cheats and Thomas in a low voice and goes, Heather's still there? Base, 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 base. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, hey, hun, how's how's it? What's it, up? Bad things. Aunt Heather there? Y yeah, what's going on? What Hand happened? Phone. Now, explain later. He puts it on speaker and he's Heather. Come on. Uh, hey, Aunt Heather. Uh, um, you know the thing we talked about before? Something bad happened. Um, okay. We're at a spot. A st People are panicking. Alice needs you. That thing. Okay. We'll be there. And uh, in seconds, because all the adults there have fucking portal powers besides Kyle, but they can portal them with them. Mm -hmm. uh, Aunt Cora, Uncle Dude, or Dad, depending. Or, sorry, Father Kyle. Aunt Heather. Bless you, my child. <laughs> yeah. Show, show up. Come on, Dad. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. 
gonna get you to we're gonna get you warmed up we'll get maybe trauma patch or something it's going to be all right yeah of course my little comment and i think she's actually actively crying at this point okay and he just kind of like like puts his hand on your face like kind of wipes your tears and like you can feel he has like tremors going through him no, it's not healing. Growth doesn't do anything. Mm-mm. You don't have any. You don't have any healing powers, but there are healing facilities, and the adults are all here. Heather takes half a second, not even half a second. It's like no time at you. At you, like the adults had all been out, not out, but at Kale's house drinking and smoking and hanging out on a Saturday night. Heather takes a second to sober up because that's all she needs because she can go in her time bubble. Actually, she probably did that before she came here. And she is like taking dad because he's carrying Dusty. So she's like directing him. They're getting him to like the the medical center. They uh Dusty's pretty much dragging you along like he's not letting you or Radford out of his out of his reach um but I do think and like Heather's like pretty much running the show um I think Kyle is with you Kale how how are this chicken with you how are you doing trying to hold up not really doing it well um just Hugging dad uncharacteristically tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just hugging you and rubbing your back and whispering reassurances. Aunt Cora comes up to you. Alice. Like, she's not taking you away from him or anything like that. And she's just rubbing your back and saying, like, it's going to be all right. He's made it through way worse than this. I don't... I do not think she is paying attention to court whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she is still just like she's comforting you. She's rubbing your back. She's there for you. I think Thomas has like gravitated towards cheats because everyone else is having very emotional situations right now. And cheats is not actively having such an, an issue. And it's sort of like. I need to, I don't know how to deal with this, so I'm going to find the other person who isn't, like, on the verge of crying and just sit down next to the cheats. Hey. Hey. I got my sketch pad earlier. Oh, yeah? Did you find your old stuff? I mean, all the old stuff was gone, but... Oh. You know, it's a sketch pad. I got some equipment out and I brought it over to Abigail's place so um, you know when I get back there I maybe I'll uh, draw something about all this well that'd be good maybe it's better that all the old stuff is gone anyways bad memories associated with it and also you have a fresh uh, perspective to start anew right something like that you think Alice is going to be okay? 
for a second, it looks like Thomas is going to say something reassuring. And then he says, it doesn't matter. If you would like to pierce the mask, you might yeah. be able to tell what that was about. Yeah, I yeah, I think I would. I think I would love to pierce the mask. Love to pierce the veil. Do it. A little weird. Do it up. Are you fucking kidding me? Another eleven. That's this awesome. Is like the, this is like the fourth time I have rolled a six and a five. All right. Um, uh, and that's plus your mundane. Yeah. So, so that's even 13. higher. Yep. So you get to ask three. You get to ask three questions. All right. Uh, what are do the you questions? have it? What are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? How could I gain influence over you? I don't think... Well, yeah, what are you really planning? I get to pick three. Yeah, and that can be... Like, you can interpret that however. Like, you you guys... This is a PC on PC move, so you guys can kind of... What are you really planning? How can I get you to care? So... I'm assuming that's just one question roll into one, right? But that's two of that's them. That's two questions. All right. Yeah. So, uh, his plan was to come over to you because you are probably the only person he has like actually opened up to in any sort of way, even if it was anger stuff. And how to get Thomas to care. Uh, the fact is actually he does care and he's telling himself that it doesn't matter right now so that he feels better about how he can't do anything in this situation. How can I gain influence over you? Again. I think if you pressed him on his whole, like, it doesn't matter, especially in regards to Alice, he will probably crack open. Don't, you don't need to bullshit me. You get a look from Thomas that's like... You, you probably haven't seen it before. It's a look of trying to hold back like any sort of brow furrowing or tears. And he's like, no... I do have to bullshit you because if I don't and I start to think that any of this actually matters, then everything is ruined. Hey, you're sharing a vulnerability or a weakness with someone? Mm-hmm. I would say that's definitely those things. Yeah. Um... So, when you share vulnerability or weakness with someone, they tell you what you should do to fit in more. So that actually kind of already fits with what yeah, you're doing. That's, what, uh, that's mm. kind of what I was gravitating towards anyway. Um, so, if you're doing it also, you get to mark up potential. Thomas, not cheat, sorry. Oh, fuck me then. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's his move! Just... Power game my emotions. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, well, that's what you need to do. 
You're already as far to leveling up again as I am to leveling up the first time. Hell yeah, gamers. Um, mm -hmm. Thomas, I'm gonna die one day. We're all gonna yeah. die one day. Yes, I know. But like... Do you want to, like, just sit here not giving a shit about any of us for the next 80 years? Or do you want to be here and be real and be like a person for the next 80 years and then, you know, cross that bridge when you get to it? I don't know if I'm strong enough to be the only one that remembers you. You're going to remember us either way. Like, sorry, bud. You're already past that. You're already past that, that ship. You're either going to remember us and regret not being closer, or you're going to remember us and regret that we left so i mean it's you know it's up to you to choose which of those you prefer but i don't know from my perspective you know i've got my whole fucking life you're gonna be around for all of that i'd prefer you to be a person to me I think at that point, Cheats gets a... Cheats will see, like, a very small smile forming on Thomas's mouth. And, like, Thomas looks away and just says, fuck you. Well, you know, now fuck off. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we should both fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck it. And fuck you! And the horse you rode in on! It's not a horse, it was sort of this strange vehicle. Well, the technology doesn't make sense in your brain. <laughs> yeah, but I, I guess, what would you call that? Like a UFO? You would What's call that? that? I, I guess I would call it that. It. Yeah, I was gonna say, Thomas has identified it. And knows <laughs> yeah. what it is. It probably exploded as soon as you got here. <laughs> Damn. But it was made out of a rubber band and like a super cheesy board, so. Yeah, it was, it was made out of <laughs> you know a rubber what? band. I mean, Some gum. You know what, you know what Thomas? Patient. I mean, you, you say all this shit about how our human brains wouldn't understand it, but um, I know one guy who would, and his name is MacGyver. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Yeah, no, me neither. It's 2069. <laughs> Exist. That's, that's quite the reference that you pulled. I love both Cheats and Thomas so much. They are my precious baby children. And I, I, I like that Cheats keeps making like out of character references for some reason. I, it's just funnier to me if he's just somehow drawing from my own knowledge. Cheats is the meme lord delinquent. 
I think we've seen like just in full view why Cheats and Thomas got along well in the first place. Mm-hmm. So then we go back to the serious bit. To the serious. That was serious. That was very serious. That was very wait, serious. Wait, wait, serious bit. But you said no bits. Okay. All right. Right. All right. This is this is a tight ship. This is a very serious game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Heading into hour four. So. We don't talk. We don't talk about time. It's not real. Uh, it's true. It's not real. Let me go over why it's not real in this essay. No. All right. Fuck you, Matt. Anyway, we. So we have the panels of those two, and then we turn the page and we go back, and it's a full. It's a full splash page of just the family, basically huddled around. Dusty Heather's working on him. She is getting like um heating pad like heating pads and stuff on him and uh like damp damp cloths because you're not supposed to go like immediate for heat. You're supposed to like slow it. So it was like damp cloths of room temperature water and then like, you know, leveling up to the heating pads and um so you just kind of see like slices of that with Dusty and you see um, everyone around it, around him and, you know, people are like comforting Alice, people are comforting Radford, Kyle's like comforting Kale um, and probably being comforted by Kale a little bit. Yeah. And you see timestamps 11 30 p.m and then the next one is 12 30 a.m and it just kind of goes on to show how much time has gone on and alice uh-huh your dad makes it through the night oh that's good mm-hmm. and heather's pretty sure he's out of the woods like he still needs to like this was like emergency like get him stable (laughs) but it still took hours because you know body temperature so it's still like he's gonna go to the hospital yeah and they'll have to figure out how to explain this bullshit at a hospital just pay the school rep it's fine don't worry about it yeah um and I think we get a little epilogue page of everybody uh, like at the end of the night. You know, everything's okay. And we get the f- four different panels. Like each of you get your epilogue panel, similar to the very, very start of Cornfield Cryptids number one. And I did these in alphabetical order, so I'm going to do them in alphabetical order again. Actually, I'm not going to do them in alphabetical order. I'm going to do them in reverse alphabetical order because it feels better thematically. Hell yeah. Thomas, what does the end of your night where smiles per hour almost died? You've had this connection with cheats. You admitted you had feelings. 
just in general <laughs> and also specifically that you care about your friends and you care about your friend's dad almost dying what does the end of your night look like we're gonna so, say it's like 3 a.m i don't know where we, would you prefer me be at this secret base or like at home is okay you are wherever you're resting your head for the night okay so we'll say that thomas is at home and he's sitting in it on the couch in his living room in a completely dark room and he's got a picture uh, in his hands in a frame and it's a picture of him uh, probably four or so years ago that was taken of him and his uh, assigned government mom and he's just mulling that over alone in the dark After, you know, confirm that he's going to pull through, goes home. All right, so 3 a.m., waking up Fergus at his window. I just need a hug. Uh, of course, are you okay? No. And he is hugging uh, you. And just passes out mid-hug. I think Cheats has got like a page and the first page is just Cheats coming back to Al uh, Allison, Abigail's house um, and just uh, walking into the living room and Abigail's still there. Uh, I think she's got the TV on and she just says I, I think he sits down and starts drawing and they kind of don't talk for a few minutes. And Abigail, and Abigail just says, you up for a movie? And Sheets just says, yeah. That's where it ends. Sketchbook on, not everything. Sketchbook. Yours, yeah, like, your panel and sketchbook on your yeah, lap. Just under the, the fuzzy blanket. It's just like a bright pink fuzzy blanket. A hundred percent. It's like the fuzziest pad. blanket. Yeah. yeah. Alice? Would Cora and Kyle have gone by that point? Would Kale have told Kyle where they were going? Or like, I don't know, would Kale would Kale have reassured Kyle that it's okay that he stay? Yeah. Okay. If you want them yeah. there, they're there. Alright, I think they're gonna be there. I think So I think everyone, they're probably taking shifts in, like, mm -hmm. just watching in shifts, just in case something goes wrong. And Atlas probably isn't part of it since she had a big night, but she's just, like, in a big recliner next to, like, facing the bed. Mm -hmm. And... I think Cora probably, like, transported comfy furniture in <laughs> from that from, one guy's house from yes. that one guy's house yeah he's still alive and still getting tormented she's in a big comfy chair maybe radford is next radford is next to her like having fallen asleep because he also had a big night a hundred percent i think he's in the chair with you yeah and i think as 
she's falling asleep. Her phone is like, does she still need the phone to text it? Or is it just the screen that's in her eyes, Matt? It's just the screen. All right, good. You have to use so, the phone too. Just making sure she's like mm-hmm. playing with her phone. And you see that she's like, send, she's like typing up a message to Rain, then deleting it. Like, there was an emergency. Everything's all right. I love you. And I will talk to you maybe around, let's say around. 3 p.m. I need to go to sleep. And my pausing is all these text messages she's sending because she is a mess right now. Yeah. Love you again. Uh, the uh is in there. Mm-hmm. Just a single text message that just says uh. Uh, yeah. What did I s- Yeah. Love you. We'll talk to you. I will answer anything you want me to answer. Good, good morning. Because she realizes it's three fucking a.m. But it's still good night. Yeah, good night, morning. And as she puts that, she does put the phone down and just like fucking lets herself doze off against her dad's shoulder, and like just surrounded by all the family that's there, she can still feel them, mm-hmm. like surrounding her and. The- kind of embrace her powers with her. The heroes are Lily, Frindical, Matt, and Chell. Jimming was done by Shannon, and editing and producing was done by Chell. The tracks used in this episode are Enemy Spotted by Jess, who you can find on Twitter at Roadkill underscore Ghost, and Without You Instrumental by Forget the Whale which is licensed under the Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License and is from freemusicarchive.org. Thank you to Ray Callows for making our art. You can find her over on keythegroupyinc.com. If you like what you've heard, leave a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. For more shows like this, check out the Imaginary Broadcast Network. And remember, it's as real as you want it to be. When you completely forget everyone you are, including that you're Chell, that's my favorite. <laughs>